0: We got together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Stephen on Thursday to just go in after the presence of God and try to pen lyric and melody. And after a couple of hours, it just felt like the presence of God just stopped everything. And we wrote a song called The Blessing. And it's straight from scripture. And it's the heart of the Father over us as his kids. And we're gonna sing it this morning if that's okay. And this is a blessing over you and your family and your children. So just receive this this morning. Just put your hands out in front of you, turn your heart to a place of just receiving the blessing of heaven from God himself over you this morning.
1: his face shine upon
2: your you your rejoiced rejoicing. he is for may the favor is may the favor may the favor
0: together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Stephen on Thursday to just go in after
3: All right. Good evening everybody. How are you doing? I know you are doing fine. We're having our prophetic school of ministry class here today because of the topic that we are treating. All right, we are treating on a topic that other people would benefit from. So instead of us having two different classes, For them, we have decided, we have decided to do the class here. Alright, so what you do for me, for instance, I don't know if we have those people online who, who are yet to be baptized. Do we have them online? If no, share the link on all the Podbean platforms. I think some of them are not in the preferred school of ministry. So, if I have any admin online, share the link on all Podbean platforms. that we can get them involved okay some people are not online they are tired some are still sleeping I don't understand even the ones that didn't travel they are sleeping you are not the one that preached Hmm? you just sat down and shouted amen and jumped and danced and you are tired like that so the day will ask you to preach we have to give you one week holiday or vacation or uh, what i even know what else we will give you we have to give you a long holiday or vacation for you to use to recover Let's learn to be strong. The journey is far. Let's learn to be strong. The journey is far. It's far. Alright. So who was supposed to do opening prayer to the princess? Princess Christ is still feeling sleepy, so you don't understand the one she's in. Who is supposed to do opening prayer today? My time is late. This Princess there, She has slept. All right, I think she's not there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you tonight for your mercies. Thank you for your love and kindness. Lord, we appreciate you because you are God all by yourself. Spirit of God, we ask tonight, even as we come to hear your word, we ask that you give us understanding. Lighten our eyes that we may behold wondrous things from your word. Lighten our eyes that we may behold wondrous things from your word. We give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Alright, so this meeting tonight is because we are still... Um, Um, we are still having prophetic school of ministry school eh? prophetic school of ministry class English so because there are people who um, made interest some time ago there are people who made interest some time ago that they have not been baptized so I hope they are online now if they are not online they will have to go and listen to this teaching and uh, we get get into the practical baptismal class for them. So tonight we are dealing on baptism. I decided to make the class public so that we'll be able to also share that knowledge with those people who have been baptized and every other person that is interested to partake. Okay, water baptism water baptism, water baptism, water baptism. A lot of us or every one of us have heard of water baptism and we have a fair idea of what it is all about. Now, Jesus commanded all those who believed in him to be baptized in water. If you read Matthew 28, 18 and 19, then jesus came came to them and said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost if you read act chapter 2 Mark chapter two, from verse thirty-eight, we read down to 40, forty-one. Peter speaking said like this: Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin, and you shall be ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, and to all that are far off even as many as the lord our god shall call and with many other words did he testify and exhort saying, save yourself from this untoward generation and that day then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand souls okay so To be baptized means to be totally immense. Okay? To be baptized means to be totally immense. I spoke to us while we were talking on this topic some time ago. There are people who believe in sprinkling of water as a form of baptism. Alright? In as much as That sounds nice. It is not scriptural. For those of you in the school of ministry, I've taught you again and again that you should learn to exhort scripture more than any other thing. It is not scriptural to baptize by sprinkling of water. Okay. So to baptize means to be totally immense. When a person repents from his sin and believes Jesus died for him, before many witnesses, he or she is to be taken to water, put right under it, and brought up again. Why would Jesus command that his believers do such a thing? Why would Jesus command that um, those who believe in him do such thing? In fact, it looks strange. Now... These are truths, true stories Some of you might have heard Some of you might have experienced I've heard of people who drowned During baptism Okay I've heard of people who drowned And they died during baptism Some of them Their dead body was not found anymore So Are we going to say That the Lord took them through baptism Or what do we say that the problem now is that's a question for another day okay so to understand what baptism we need to look at certain things understanding what baptism is all is all about the key to victorious and liberated christian life The act of going under the water and rising up from it again is a picture demonstrating what has happened to the christian believer all right please be paying attention to what we are talking about if you are taking notes please do well to take your notes very well okay now reason why every believer should know this topic is that every believer all right, if you are born again and baptized, you can baptize anybody. Every believer, let me repeat if you are born again and you are baptized, you can baptize anybody. So, um, who do I have on, on the class now? Um, Sister Bridget, are you baptized? Okay, by mention. Okay, and you are born again, right? So, Sister Bridget has the authority to baptize anybody. The problem we have in the church is that we don't engage in evangelism. That is why we don't even know these things so we tend to leave them for only pastors to be the one who are the ones engaging in them but it's not supposed to be so if you go out for evangelism as a christian and you gather souls and it happens to be a place far from your church and they happen to be a river close by the next thing you do is to get them to the river teach them the simple word of baptism tell them the importance take them down to the river baptize them and that's all so we leave all the work for church leave all the work for pastors leave all the. and at the end of the day we now get before god on the last day and god is telling you show me your reward you now realize that you pushed your reward to your man of god it is not good it is not good that is why everybody should be discipled so that we can baptize people, we can teach people, we can win souls, we can be able to give people communion, pray for the sick, and a whole lot of things. So the act of going underwater and rising up from it again is a picture demonstrating what has happened, not what will happen, what has happened to the Christian believer, Okay. Alright, four stages of Christ's work pictured through baptism. The four stages of Christ's work picture Number one, he died. He died and I died in him. Okay, I was not there when Jesus died. But baptism is a statement. Is a ritual that helps us understand, believe, and become a party to something that has already happened. Romans chapter 6. Since we are on be I'll be glad if somebody can be getting my scriptures on the screen. I will love it. NIV. Romans chapter 6, from verse 6 to 7. It said, For we know that our old self, was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be rendered powerless. That we should no longer be slave to sin because anyone who has died has been freed from sin. So, baptism is um, giving us the stages of the things that Christ had done and how we have become partakers of that thing. So, when he died, we died with him. Number two, he was buried, and I was buried with him. He was buried, and I was buried with him. Romans chapter 6, 3 and 4. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So baptism is telling you that, okay, by this singular act, you are now a partaker of the death of Jesus. We were therefore buried with Him through baptism into death. Is my scripture coming? Or oh, if we're not getting NIV, get me NLT. Alright? If you're not getting NLT, get me KJV. I just want us to flow and follow and understand this simple com- com- eh? com- what? concept. Oh, Jesus this concert almost got com- compassed. english in the evening is very expensive number three are we still following are we still following okay All right, number three. The scripture you are giving now, me have left there since. Number three, he was raised and I have a new life in him. Jesus was raised and I have a new life in him. Romans 6, 4 to 5. Romans 6, 4 to 5. Can I get that scripture now? Rome, Answers chapter 6 verse 4 to 5 therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may live a new life if we have been united with him like this dear lord what's going on today yeah i all right romans 6 4 to 5 we are therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may live a new life if we have been united with him like this in death We will certainly also be united with him in resurrection. So, the third thing baptism signifies is that he, he was raised and we too were raised. So, you see, you are taken, you are put underwater, all right? So, you are dead and you are buried and you are brought out of the water. So, you were raised again. With him. That is what it signifies. Number four, he ascended and I ascended with him. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, Colossians 3, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, and Colossians chapter um, 3, verse 1. Ephesians said, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly places, in heavenly realms or heavenly places in christ jesus so while you were coming out of the water you were experiencing what we call ascension all right the same way christ ascended to heaven all right get me colossians 3 verse 1 so these um, rituals are just for you to mark what christ had done and admitting that you are aware that you agree and you believe in the things that jesus did colossians 3 verse 1 rules for the holy living since then you have been raised with christ set your heart on things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god okay so what are the things water baptism signifies number one your funeral service water baptism signifies your funeral service i know this this thing sound crazy sound sounds scary is there anybody it sound, this this word sounds scary to you or sounds strange water baptism signifies your funeral service yes that you are dead you've been buried your, your burial service is not to kill a man off. A burial service, rather, is not to kill a man off. It is only performed when the man is dead already. So you don't kill somebody at, the, at their funeral, okay? Funeral service is to mark the person dead already. And so, because you have died in Christ you bury your old life in water baptism so let me try and explain this a bit and show us what Christ expects of us we see that we have a lot of work to do now Christ died we were supposed to die Jesus. our sin was supposed to kill us it is say for the wages of sin is dead but the, but the key the gift of God is eternal life right so we are supposed to pay for our sins by dying every sin you commit but jesus came and said no i'm going to die for you all right i will not just forgive you or cleanse you but i'll die for you and allow you to live for me so the life you are living now colossians will tell you that the life you are living is not your own but you are living the life of christ so christ is living through you now the problem we have is that we are not allowing Christ to live through us. Okay? The day you got born again, you died. Now, can I get, Miss, can I help me look for that scripture? I think I can help me get that scripture? The life that I live is not I, but I live through the faith of the Son of God in me. Get me that scripture. So now, everybody tell me, what can't a dead man do? What can't wash with what can't a dead man do? Mention, mention, mention. What are the things a dead man cannot do? A dead man cannot sin. Okay. That one is nice, but see very far. A dead man can't talk. Beautiful. Let's go. Let's have it. Let's have it. They can't talk. Alright. What else? They can't breathe. Amazing. They can't hear. They can't see. Good. They can't eat. Good. They can't walk. Good. They can't pray and praise God. Awesome. They can't work. They can't move. Amazing. Alright, so look at what the Bible says. They can't feel. I think I like that one very well. They can't feel. They can't dance. Alright. The dead person can't feel. They can't have sensation. So... You can't die again. Beautiful. So the Bible said that we were dead in our sins according to Ephesians. And the day we got born again, now God gave us life. But that life did not just come, it came at the cost of Christ's death. So the day you receive Christ, you died to the world, you died to the flesh, you died to worldliness. So, baptism is a ritual for your burial and your resurrection. So, the day you got born again, you died. Alright? The life you brought, the normal person you came with died. So, God expects you being a dead man, you should not be able to talk. So, if you can still talk the way you used to talk when you were an unbeliever then there's something wrong with your death if you can still talk after you got born again you can still talk the way you talk when you are an unbeliever something is wrong you still join in vulgar discussion you still go to places that you could go to when you were an unbeliever something is wrong you still feel the things you feel when you are non-believers something is wrong that is the concept of this whole thing that you should be dead to your past and become alive to the new you can I get back that scripture now post it for me again Jessica so now look at what happened after you are now dead a new life has been given to you so what god has is galatians 2 20 i have been crucified this is you talking now with christ and i no longer live okay so i'm dead you are dead we are dead our funeral was conducted when jesus was buried he said but christ lives in me So the reason why you have life again at all is that Jesus now is living inside of you. So the life I live in body, this body now, as I'm talking now, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So everything we are supposed to do has to be Christ-like, has to be what we please Jesus because the body we are occupying now we are just a tenant we are just a tenant is a loan so the life we have now because we are dead jesus borrowed us his own life and gave it to us so if any day anytime you live an unpleasant life what jesus would not do what he would not approve jesus is not happy he's sad Because the life is no more your own, you are now abusing what is not your own. Do you get the concept now? So that and that is what it's all about. All right, everyone, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. So, that is what that concept is all about. The life you are having now is not your own. It is borrowed. It belongs to Jesus. So, every time you lie, you are implicating Jesus in a lie. So what Jesus did, while he gave you the life, he also gave you you free will that you can also contribute to this life. And he wants you and expects you to contribute something right, something beneficial, something positive. So the Bible we say something like our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Jesus lives inside, the Holy Ghost lives inside. So I have one question for you. What have you been involving the Holy Ghost in? What have you been involving Jesus in? That is a question for you to answer. What have you been involving Jesus in? He's living in you. What are you doing with your body? So number one, baptism is your funeral service. Number two, is your resurrection to new life. Baptism is your resurrection to new life. So you rise out of the water, demonstrating and declaring you are a new creation in Christ. Romans chapter 6, 8 to 11. It said, Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with Him. For we know. That since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The dead he died, he died to sin once and for all. But to the life he lives, he lives to God in the same way. Count yourself dead to sin, but live to God in Christ Jesus. Okay, now let's let's get into certain principles so we get grounded on this issue. It is important we understand that there are two kingdoms. There are two kingdoms that are in existence. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves he has rescued us out of the kingdom or the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son. he loves every man and woman born in the world is born into the kingdom of darkness if you are following me let me know i have not lost you let me know i still have you So everybody born is born into the kingdom of darkness. Whether you were born by the president, you were born. That's why I told us yesterday, for those of us who followed the, the vigil yesterday, that the most successful man that has not known Jesus is living a wasted life. I didn't understand this all these years. If you had told me, I wouldn't have even believe you. How do you tell me? that Dan Gote is living a wasted life. The money he has, I don't have it. The money he has, all my village put together don't have it. So how do you tell me that Dan Gote is richer, uh, does not have a life with all the money he has? uh, That doesn't make sense. But the things of the spirit does not make sense to the natural man. So every man and woman born into this world, is born into the kingdom of darkness, born slaves of the dictator, Satan. There is no way out of this kingdom except by death. Okay? There is no way you will be able to get out of that kingdom except you die. And there is no way into the kingdom of God except by death. You cannot leave the, the devil's kingdom until you die. You can't enter god's own unless you are born and so jesus now became both dead and new birth. and this is what we declare in water baptism so jesus now became two things for us when you receive the life of jesus in that process of you confessing jesus you died out of darkness and you were born again that's what we call born again you are now born again into life you were born again into life it's a very smooth and quick transition but a very powerful one to note okay the two races so we are on two strong marathon races there is not really it is marathon as There are two kingdoms, so within each kingdom is a different race of people. The Adamic race populates the kingdom of darkness, and the new creation populates the kingdom of God, the first Adam. Now, let me give all this term so that we understand. There's something called the first Adam. There's something called the second or the last Adam adam so the first adam first corinthians 15 verse 22 romans 5 and verse 12 let's see those scriptures first corinthians 15 verse 22 then romans chapter 5 and verse 12 1st Corinthians fifteen twenty two, Romans 5 and verse 12 For in Adam all die even so in Christ okay let's just leave it there on the first adam all right paraphrase for in adam all die okay so inside the first adam which is the life everybody born by a woman now anyone that is born is born into the life of the first adam if you are listening to me now your father is not a christian Your mother is not a Christian. They are living the life of the first Adam, which is a dead life or a fallen life. Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. Romans 5 and verse 12. Oh dear Lord, let me get my Bible. Where this thing is coming from. I want to close this meeting on time. It said, death through Adam, life through Christ. Just as once, just as one sin entered the world through one man, the death through sin. And in this way, death came to all men because all sin. So Adam had implicated every living. Being by the reason of the mistake he made. Now, if you go to a Samsung manufacturing company and you buy a Samsung X2, X5, whatever series it may be, that one phone happens to be a prototype or uh, copies of a prototype. All right, one was made and that record was used to duplicate others the same way Adam became a prototype for every human being so as Adam said that prototype was corrupted and as every man began to reproduce the same corruption begins to follow so God needed something to do to correct this corruption and to snatch men out of it okay Adam was the father of us all, the entire human race. Adam's sin alienated us all from God. Because of his sin, we all inherit his rebellious and diseased nature and became subject to death. Adam's offsprings are called the Adamic race. Every natural human being who have not received Jesus is of the offspring of Adam and they are called the Adamic race. All right, let's look at number two, the last man. The last man. Romans chapter five and verse six. Romans chapter five and verse six. It said, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless christ died for the ungodly at the right time when we were still powerless why are you adding verse 12 romans 5 verse 6 only christ died for the ungodly which was talking about you and i okay so there was no way god could change the falling Adamic race, he had to put an end to that race and begin a new race of humanity. Jesus was the last Adam. He came as the last born of the Adamic race and the firstborn of a new race. So all we are talking about now is telling you why Jesus died. So Christ had don't forget that jesus is god okay but he had to be born of a woman so that he can carry the nature of adam he had to not die as a human being so that he can bury the nature of adam he had to resurrect out of the grave so that he can bring on a new nature paul gave this um, illustration like this when you take a maize now beans or rice you put it in the ground you plant it Oh yeah, what happened? If you dig it out after some days, it it is dead and rotten. Okay? It is dead and rotten. But when you give it time, from that rottenness and that deadness, it will now begin to rejuvenate and bring on a new life. So it is not the one you put in the ground that comes out. Something has come out bigger, better, fresher, and sweeter. So, Paul will say something like, except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abided alone. So, Christ had to come as the last Adam following the, the race, the lifestyle of Adam. Everybody will be asking, so if Christ is the last Adam, so what did Abraham leave us? What did Moses leave us? What did Elijah leave us? Alright now, they had their own system of salvation in that era. Their system of salvation was believing God directly. Nobody died for them. There was no salvation. There was nothing. They have to work out their own salvation practically. That was why they were given ten commandments. But when Christ came to us, we no more need ten commandments to live. We were given two commandments: love the Lord and God. And love your neighbor as yourself. But Christ said, I did not delete the ten commandments, I still put all of them inside this. If you kill somebody, you will still pay for the consequences that comes with it. I hope somebody's getting it. I hope somebody's getting it. So there was no way God could change the fallen Adamic race. He had to put an end to that race and begin um a whole new race of humanity jesus was the last adam he came as the last born of the adamic race and the first born of a new race as he hung upon the cross he hung there as the last adam the last born of the adamic race when he died on the cross the adamic race and the adamic sinful nature died all right the same thing when he was buried the Adamic race was buried, but when Christ resurrected, the Adamic race was not resurrected. It was a new person. It was a new system. It was a new culture. So anybody who has not received Christ has no experience of these things. No matter how rich they are, no matter the position they occupy, they have no experience of these things. So God put to death the following creation. In him, the Adamic Christ died. In Christ, the second man. The second man. First Corinthians, fifteen, and verse twenty-two. First Corinthians, fifteen, and verse twenty-two. He said, "For in Adam all die, so in Christ." all will be made alive in Christ all will be made alive Jesus came as God's new man through which a new race would be created Jesus was raised from the dead not as the last Adam but as the second man the head of the new creation you read 1 Corinthians 15, 45-49. 1 Corinthians 15, 45-49. It says, so it is written, The first Adam became a living soul. The last Adam, which is Christ, a life-giving spirit. The first Adam came and became a living soul. But the last Adam came and became a life-giving spirit. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man was from heaven. And as the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as in the man from heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, we sh- so shall we bear the likeness of of the man from heaven." So the difference is that don't allow the head suit, the flesh, the skin you have to make you believe that this thing is not real. When you you died to this Adam, you didn't need to die in your physical body, you died in your spirit. And when you also come alive, you, you have to also come alive in your spirit the new creation what is the new creation 2nd Corinthians 5 verse 17 Ephesians 2 verse 4 2nd Corinthians said therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old things has gone the new has come the old things has gone the new has come so the day you receive Jesus something left you don't leave act of heaven no something left you Ephesians 2 verse 10 call Ephesians 2 verse 10 for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do in water baptism we declare to all our friends and acquaintances that we are no longer part of Adam's race and the kingdom of darkness we are a new creation in Christ belonging to the kingdom of God. If your friends were people who drink, who smoke, the day you receive Jesus, the day you got baptized, you are telling them, hey, I'm done. I'm no more like you. But if after you got baptized, suddenly you are now drinking, you are now smoking, you are abusing the baptism and the life that you have received, Any questions so far? Any questions so far? Mm -hmm. Okay. Somebody say... I am Claire at a Claire TV station. All right. So for those of you who are not have not been baptized or who didn't know on this topic who have not gone through this topic, do you understand it now why you are you are baptized? Let me know. But that's the main reason for this class. We brought it on port. So that when you have been baptized, you know what you are doing. Marvelous. Okay. Since you don't have a question, I have a question. Since you don't have question, I have a question. Can a believer go to heaven if they are not baptized, that's my question. Papa, can you rebaptize? No. The only reason you should rebaptize is that the first baptism is not by immersion. It was by sprinkling of water. What water? The word "baptize" means to be immersed. So, water baptism is to be immersed in water completely, not to be sprinkled with water. Alright, Jesus gave us the perfect example of baptism. Let's see if we can see that scripture. Matthew chapter 3. One baptism is enough. You don't need two. Let's start from verse 13. Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this for all righteousness. Then John consented. Verse 16 And Jesus, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And that moment, heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. Okay, so even Jesus, our perfect example, was baptized. Jesus, our perfect example, was baptized. He gave us a command in Mark chapter 16. Let's read Mark 16 from verse 15. Mark 16 from verse 15. He says, He said unto them, Go into all the world, ...and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whosoever does not believe will be condemned. And those signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will strive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hand and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all they will place their hands on sick people and they will get well all right so water baptism is what it is no let's get to my question now and we are done since we don't have question can a christian go to heaven without water baptism I want scriptural, logical, and technical explanations. Mrs. Eka says, yes, you will explain. So if you say, yes, let me see you. You will explain, oh, today, not today. Today be today. Hmm. With all the scripture we read, and with all the teaching, somebody is saying, you can go to heaven without water baptism. Can a Christian go to heaven without water baptism? If your answer is yes, let me see you now. If your answer is no, let me see you. Okay, so if your answer is no, type no and tell me why. If it's yes, type yes and tell me why. And well, then we about said, no, the scripture we just read said, if they believe and are baptized, they will be saved. Okay, I think I like that logical defense. Let's bring it, don't just tell me yes or no. Now let's get into brothel. Let's brothelize this answer now. In case you are listening to this teaching later, whoever it is, and you don't know what bropholize mean, bropholize is the Hebrew word for brothel. I'm joking, you know. Okay, this is a car. What you are posting, can you explain what you are posting? Everyone, get give me your answer, give me your answers. I'll just take a few and we are done. All right, so. Mr. Paul said, no, you can't go to heaven without baptism because John 3 verse 5 said, Verily I say unto you, unto thee, unless a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot get into the kingdom of God. Beautiful. All right, let's have it. Let's have it. Let's have it. Sir, with Jesus with the tears on the cross I don't understand why I repeated and I said, tell Jesus okay this is guy just posting a pistol you're not giving us any explanation. was not baptized Uh so how are you sure he was saved or he went to heaven In Jesus, and you'll be saved. Okay, okay, I'm not getting answers. Everybody is dodging. they are not ready to give us answer we want lighter notes okay then let's save the time so that we call this a night Can a believe a believer go to heaven if they are not baptized so for the last time I want to just get chorus' answers Yes or no If you are yes, let me see you. If you believe a believer will go to heaven, even though they are not baptized, let me see you. Type yes for me. All they know, hold on, I will get to the no. Let's count the yes first. How many years? Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. Ten people said a believer will go to heaven without baptism. Hmm. Another person joined. It's like all this people they have not been baptized. They are looking for a way to escape and go to heaven. They're looking for shortcuts. all right so if you say no let me see you all the years is now 11. so all the no's let's go let's have it let's have it let's have it one two three four five Six, seven, eight. Ah, the yes is still winning, no. Nine. The yes got 11, the no got nine. So, the rest of you who don't belong anywhere, please, are you going to heaven or we should ask you a question about fire if that is where you belong, maybe we should ask you about air fire. since we are not saying anything about heaven. Sitting on the wall, if the wall breaks, where you will fall into, you will not like it to. If that wall breaks, where you will fall into, you won't like it at all. So the better you walk into one place, the better for you. Now, let's examine the scripture that... We quoted earlier, and I will give us an answer. Mark chapter 16. You see, some of you now you don't belong to a school of ministry, so you didn't learn Bible interpretation. Okay, so um you might you might just get a a glimpse of what it is, but not full. Mark 16, let's take from verse 15 down he said and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall receive. saved but he that believeth not shall be damned verse, six, verse 17 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils They shall speak with new tongues. Okay. So with this scripture, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. With this scripture, do you still believe and agree that anybody who is not baptized will go to heaven? If you still believe, let me see you. If you still stand, okay, Jessica Heidi, hmm, hmm. Uh, princess, three of you, four, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. five, wow, six, you have strong heart, too. even with evidence, seven, ah, okay, you have strong heart, man. So that they have now reduced from 11 to 7. Some people have decamped from NDC to MPP. 8. Okay, they are 8 now. Some have now decamped to another political party. 9. Okay, they are growing confidence little by little. All right. They are now 9. Okay. So the other group. Do you still agree? Do you still stand that if you are not baptized you will not go to heaven let me see you if you still stand and believe that if you are not baptized you will not go to heaven let me see you come now all right one two three four five six seven eight nine ten wow i do the number is green 11, 12. Ah, Madam Angela, where do you belong? You join, you join the two group. Twelve now, wow. Those of you on the fence, you are seeing evidence. Can't you join one side now? Oh dear Lord! You see the evidence on ground. Okay, now let's reexamine this scripture first of all before we now go into something. Mark. 15, 16 15 and 16 and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believe and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned verse 17 and these signs shall follow them that believe. Okay. So, you notice that suddenly Jesus began to omit baptism from, from his statement. Okay. Suddenly, he began to omit baptism from his statement. He said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not, he did not say, and that is not baptized, will not be saved. Okay? Verse 17 now came and said, And this son shall follow them that believe, not those who believe and baptize, those that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils, and they shall speak, With new tongues. So Christ is saying that baptism is important, but it's not the way to heaven. The way to heaven is to believe in the finished work of Jesus. All right? Don't forget how do you get born again? How do you get born again? Romans 10. Okay, let's go to the simple scripture, John 3, 16. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So there was no condition of baptism. No. You get born again by believing in Jesus not by baptism alright not by baptism Romans 10 let's go from verse 9 Romans 10 from verse 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth that the Lord Jesus The Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So how do you get born again? By confessing Jesus and by believing. By confessing Jesus and by believing. Like Hades rightly gave an example, the thief by the cross. The Bible recorded that Jesus said to him this day, you will enter into with me into paradise, in quote, heaven. Don't forget the word there, in quote, paradise is not heaven. It's a waiting place for every believer. All right. So, in quote, heaven, in quote, heaven. So the, the thief got born again by believing in Jesus. There was no time for communion. There was no time for baptism. And yet, he made it into the kingdom of the Lord Jesus. So you don't need to be baptized to go to heaven. All you need is to believe in Jesus so, pastor, since I've not baptized, don't you think there's no need for me to be baptized again? No, there is a need for you to be baptized. Ah, but I thought you just said, I don't need it to go to heaven. So, why do I need to do it again? Now, in the family of Jesus and in the community of Jesus, there is a ritual. Now, for example, everyone listening to me have a family. Okay? You are from a family. If your younger brother comes back home and he has not taken his bath, does that stop him from being the family member? No. But this family does not joke with taking their bath, it is a very strong ritual and belief. For them. It doesn't stop him from being a family member. It is a belief system. It is a ritual. So baptism cannot save you. One does not have to be baptized to go to heaven. However, believers and their children should submit themselves to baptism if they are able. When you get the chance to be baptized, do it. God commanded that we should be baptized, but our baptism, which is the visible expression of what God has done for us, that is God's grace, is not the saving power, but is rather the divine authentication of God's grace. So baptism is not the saving power. It's an authentication. It's an acknowledgement that you agree and identify with what your master, your father, and savior has done. The sum of the scriptures teach us that baptism is not our testimony to God about what we have done for him, okay? So baptism is not about what we have done for God, but rather baptism is God's testimony to us concerning his salvation promised made possible and applied by God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit shall we de-emphasize what the Almighty has emphasized for not only did God command that the two sacraments are signs of salvation the two sacraments I'm talking about now is communion and baptism. And God asked that it should be continued to the end of the world. Our Lord Jesus Christ, however, linked baptism to the mission of the church in the world, like we read in Mark 16, 16 and 17. For the great commission is Christ's final mandate to the church, and is therefore our first responsibility. We are not only to make disciples of nation, nations, but... The disciples should be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But we are back to our... Let's get back now to the reading. If all of these things are now the things Christ has made available and all and all and all of that, do we need to be baptized? Let me bring your mind back again to of you who follow who have been following school of ministry have taught us about salvation and we read the book of ephesians chapter 2 We said "Ye are saved by grace all right you are saved by grace through faith and that is not of ourselves if you need baptism to be baptized to be born again or to go to heaven it simply means you are the one saving yourself It is your work that is saving you. If you don't get baptized, God cannot do anything for you. But that is not how it works. If you read Acts 16 verse 31, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. The Bible also commands baptism. Note it. We are not de-emphasizing baptism. The Bible also commands baptism. Okay? But baptism does not save us from sin. It is an acknowledgement of what Christ had done. You are agreeing and acknowledging of what Christ has done. Communion cannot save. As much as baptism cannot save you, communion cannot save you. It is not even our faith that saves. Only Jesus saves. Faith is a gift from God made possible by the grace of Christ, whereby we lay hold of the promise offered freely. Baptism is God's sign of marking you out, bringing you in and cleansing you from sin, a symbol of doing that for you. So the thief on the cross, as an example, the thief on the cross as an example, See, the greatest example of this truth is seen in the life of the thief on the cross. Did this man who repented and believed in Jesus as God and Savior go to heaven? He was not baptized. Furthermore, we could never join in with the Christian community. He would never take communion, but he was as much as a member of of the body of christ as any member of the church today the circumstances however we are not the norm but the exception the norm is seen in many other places in the new testament let's read act chapter 2 verse 28 and peter said to them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall be saved. So, baptism is important. It is necessary. For if a believer did not get the chance to be baptized, it will not stop that believer from going to heaven. Salah. all right so that is it for baptism don't say i won't get baptized or it's not important it is okay it has its own role to play but that is not what guarantees you having is that okay okay anybody else have a question I guess no question. Father, we thank you for your word of wisdom tonight. We thank you for knowledge. We thank you for understanding. We thank you for the truth of your word. Father, we thank you. We would have been lost without scriptures. We would have been lost. We would have been lost. But Jesus saved us in his infinite mercy He saved us. Father, thank you for saving us through your Son. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If there be anyone online or listening to this teaching that is not saved anywhere, anytime, Lord, capture them by your Spirit and let them be saved. In Jesus' name, we call it down. Amen. Amen. God bless you, don't forget church without walls in the morning by 5am it will be impactful get positioned, get connected so that I will see you there God bless you, I love you have a good night and bye bye if you have not joined prophetic school of ministry you still have room to join we are still dealing on basic issues I think by next week we should be delving into WTO matters.